Steve, this is Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for watching. What's your daily devotion for what? November the 8th. Oh, my goodness. Did you see that thing? I regress. I regress. I said I was not going to do it, but, guys, I'm taking it back. I, I, when I said it the first time, I was crossing my fingers. Do you think that works with God? Absolutely not. Hey, guys, we're in the briar patch again. You're like, oh, that's so cool, Matt. Not really, because sometimes I'm bumping into it. It hurts the back of my calves. Listen, before I started preaching here or doing the devotion here, you know what my wife said? I said, oh, look, we're back at the briar patch again. You know what she said? There's some people that go into the briar patch and they have the choice to leave, but they don't. They're just so used to the briars of their life and they don't want to leave. I thought, oh my goodness, why don't you jump over here and start preaching it, girlfriend? hoo Hey, that's Esther 414 Ministries. Hey, guys, guys, listen, listen, check it out. Have your wives check it out. Esther 414 Ministries on what? YouTube. Okay, hey, today we're going to be in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. It's a totally awesome thing, but it's going to take some adjusting in your life, and I think it's going to help you in the long run, okay? And here's the thing. Many of you haven't conquered this, okay? And when you do, what going to happen. Victory in your life. Oh, the floodgates. Oh, the blessings. Oh, the favor. Oh, I can't believe all this is coming my way because I just made a slight adjustment in my what? Thinking. If we're in Philippians chapter 3, 13. I, I know I said it before, but here's the thing. Some of you were swigging down some uh, coke, shoving a piece of pizza in your mouth, and I always like to repeat myself. I really would like you to crack your Bible and follow me. But here's the thing. I, I don't want to ask too much of you. I mean, you're, you are watching the videos, and I am so appreciative of that. Thanks for posting them, guys. Hey, listen. Listen to this. I love this. Okay. One thing I do, I, I could, I, look, look, I know I, you're Matt. Can you ever just get through the scripture without putting two words in? No. <laughs> look at, look at one thing I do. If that describes your life, what one thing do you do every single day? What one thing that you do? And you're like, Matt, I shower every day. Kudos for you. You smell good. Come on. Let's go get something to eat. Okay. What, what one thing do you, that you do that's totally awesome that you know, God absolutely approves of and wants you to do. What is it? Can you do more of it? Can you add unto it? That's all I'm asking. Or, 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 and maybe sometimes, not all the time, okay. Is there something that you're doing, one thing that you do that you know that you could nix from your life and you would be the better off for it? I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I don't want you emailing me and writing me and yelling at me. Okay, you, you, I have feelings too, guys. I have feelings too. Text reads like this. One thing I do. And you're like, don't say it, Max. Get off. Okay, 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 okay. One thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. What does that mean, straining? I, when I started reading this, I, I thought it was like striving or, or pushing. It, it's those things. But here's the thing. Have you ever lifted weights and, and you're on the bar and here's the thing. You're maxing out and you got six plates. You got 645s or 845s because you're the man. You're getting it on, getting it done. You're my personal security because I get some quacks out here that don't like the gospel of Jesus Christ. But I'm packing all the time, guys. That's a freebie, okay? But I got the Holy Spirit here and two guardian angels plus the angels my wife has with her, okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, listen to this. Forgetting what lies behind, straining forward. Why is it a strain to move forward sometimes? Oh my goodness, did you see that? That was crazy. The camera almost fell because this, I, you know why the camera almost fell? Listen very carefully. Get the camera set real quick. Get the camera set, okay? Because all between me and you are these briars and they're catching the cord, okay? The briars, okay, they're going to get you. And, and you know, we always have briars around us. What are the briars? Watch this. The briars, okay, they caught the cord and, and the camera almost went down, but it was caught. By who? By my wife. Okay, but look at, look at, look at. We have briars all over our lives. And, and you're like, what are those briars? Sometimes they're family members. Sometimes they're friends. Sometimes they're co-workers. Sometimes it's a person that knew you in high school. And now here you are 
20 years after high school and they are still reminiscing about your mistakes in high school. Or it's Christmas morning, all the families getting together and they want to joke about what you did 30 years ago. Or sometimes it's five years ago. Why is that? Like, well, well, yeah, Matt, that's my world. I I'm the black sheep of my family. You are describing me. Why is that? Because these other people in your family, your friend, your co-workers, they don't know God like you know them. And you're like, well, what do you mean? Meaning, here's the thing, you're going somewhere with God, God's changing you, but they want to remember you back here. I want you to catch this. Man, listen, listen, I got to get you to catch this. Once you've given your whole life to Christ, okay, you've asked Jesus in your heart, okay, you've been given a new heart, you're going a new direction, okay, God has been perfecting you day in and day out, week in and week out, month in and month out, year after year after year after year. But those people who know you, he may not be doing the same thing in their lives because they're fighting him or they don't even belong to him, okay? For a person to acknowledge what God has done in your life, they have to be in Christ. Okay, they have to be whole. They have to have surrendered their life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. I'm not the same person I was five years ago or 10 years ago or 15 years ago or 20 years ago, but I have people that know me that bring up that. Why is that? Because they're not where they need to be with Christ. Friends, here's the thing. And some of you have been holding people, okay, to a higher standard than God is holding you to. Do you understand? What if God was to hold you to the standard that you are holding on others? And you know the people that do this the most are people who feel inferior. I mean, they absolutely feel inferior. They have to feel like they're one up on you. They have to belittle you because here's the thing. They're not where they need to be with Christ. Friends, I've been forgiven of an awful lot of things, okay? And so since I've been forgiven, I've taken the pardon, okay? I've received his righteousness. God received my sins on the cross, okay? I forgive everyone now, okay? I'm no one's judge, but there are those people in our lives, the briars, okay? They won't allow you. To forget your past. They, they will hold on to that 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60, until you're dead. They will even at your funeral, if they outlive you, be talking about the stupid mistakes you did. They, but you know what it is? Here's the tragedy. They've been blinded the whole time, watch this, of what God has done in your life. Did you hear what I just said? The, the whole time that God's been working on you and perfecting your character and molding you and sanding you and sifting you and making you a peacemaker. All the things that God is doing, the wonderful miracles that have been taking place every day, they are so blinded to that because they're so blinded to God. Let's flip the quarter. Watch this very carefully. Let's flip the quarter. Some of you have not allowed people to forget their past. In the man cave, you make me sick. Golly, you make me sick if you're doing that. Friends, have you never made a mistake? Have you, have you never crashed and burned? Have you never made a stupid decision in your life? Oh, I guess you're exempt. Oh, that's neat. Did you get that piece of paper from the Lord? Did he send it down like an airplane? Hey, Joe over on 3019 Elm Street, uh, he's exempt from all the stupid decisions that he's made in a lifetime that make me want to vomit. Let me just, let me, look, 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 I'm not yelling at you. Let me get this right. You can be judgmental of people, criticize people, and pick their lives apart, okay? But you're squeaky clean. Man, would you do me a favor tomorrow? When you go to work, that piece of paper that Jesus Christ threw down from heaven that says that you're exempt, would you make a copy of that? And, and would you send me a copy? I, I mean, I think that would be totally awesome. Uh, you don't have the paper, do you, partner? But I tell you what we do have. We have the Word of God right here that says, as you dish it out, it will be dished back to you. Friends, can I tell you something? 
I am the most non-judgmental person in the entire world. Maybe not in the entire world, but listen, listen, why? Because I'm always looking at people realizing this. If they're acting like that, it's because they don't have Christ. It's because they don't have God. It's because they don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. That's why they're acting like that. And so do I need to throw stones? No, I need to look in the mirror and realize that was me at one time. I'm the thief on the cross a couple days ago. Do you understand what I'm saying? What were you saying, man? I'm saying this. You have to allow in your thinking, okay, God to be God. See, you're not allowing God to be God. You're just thinking that's the same old person. Uh, No, you're the same old person. That person God's doing a work in. You're the same old person if you're criticizing someone, not trusting God, the Creator, the Savior, your Master, your Lord, your everything, first love of your life, at least He should be, okay, to do a work in that person's life. See, God is in control of that person. That's God's property. Man, do you know one time I was, you want to hear a story? One time I was talking about this gal in a bathroom, okay, at work, okay? Her father's in the stall. How well did that go over? No, no, I'm just asking. How well did that go over? That was his daughter. That's his property. Okay? Who am I to criticize anybody? Need I say, who are you to bring up someone's faults? Okay? When you're not perfect. Here's what I want you to do from now on. Okay? I I want you, okay, to allow God to be God in that person's life. If you have such an issue with that person at Christmas or at the lunch table or or when you see this person at a convention or wherever, okay, you need to pray for them because that's what God says in His Word. Allow people's past to be just that. And it's really hard when you will bring up their mistakes over and over and over again. And really what you're showing is your shortfalls in your relationship with Jesus Christ or the lack of that. You don't belong to God because it is impossible for you to say you're a child of God and Him to pardon you with His own flesh with his own blood, with his own life, and then you to be dishing it out like you're a 21 dealer in Viva Las Vegas. Give me a break. Hey, hey, don't, don't leave me, don't leave me. Let's transition. So we all have these people in our lives. Let's transition back to you and I, because I know you guys aren't doing that, okay? And if you are, you've repented, you've turned from, you're going to say sorry to those people, and you're never going to bring up their past because no, God's not bringing up your past. Well, he's not bringing up your past, is he? If you asked him to forgive you, he says he buried it in the deepest sea, separated it from the east to the west, but you'll bring up someone else's? Don't do it. Don't do it. Allow that to be the past. Forget about it. That's what he does. He says, I I don't remember anymore. The text transitions here. says we're striving. Why are we striving? Because we're around all of these people who want to hold us back. They're the briars in our life. They're the ones that want to try to hold us back, keep us down, not let us, uh, okay, live out the life that God has for us, His purpose, His plan. But they're the naysayers. In the Bible, they would be called the slingers, always slinging stones. What are they? They're negative. What are they? Losers. And you're like, can you say that on the man cave? You might be right. Yeah, I can say that on the man cave. That's what they are, by action, deed, and word. Losers, okay? Here's the thing. As a man thinketh, so is he. So as they spill out this vomit, this poison into people's lives, here's the thing. Sometimes people grab a hold of that and they think, well, I'm hearing it from this person and this person and this person. It has to be true. You don't listen to them. You listen to him. Who do you listen to? You listen to God Almighty. What, what does say? God say? He says, I love you. He says, I sent myself to die for you. He says, I give my flesh for you. I gave my blood for you. I gave my life for you. I'm preparing a place for you that where I am, you may come also. I'm coming back. You're going to hear the, the horn. You're going to hear the shofar. And he's calling his church home. Is that you? Or are you one of the people that the Bible talks about in Romans 1, 
okay, and Corinthians and Galatians who are gossipers and whispers. And Paul the Apostle says, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. What is a gossiper? What is a slanderer? What are those? What are they? Tell me, tell me, tell me. They are murderers and assassins of people's character and their souls. Because we're made of flesh, spirit, and soul. And what, what they're doing is destroying you from the outside in and keeping you from hearing what he says about you. That you're wonderfully and perfectly made and I love you. The Bible says this in the remaining verse. It says, I, I, I'm straining, but I'm moving forward. Yeah, you're always going to have to deal with the briars of your life. Okay? You're always, look at me, look at me, look at me. You're always going to have to deal with the naysayers. You're always going to have negative people who really aren't going anywhere. And here's the thing. If they can put you down, if they can belittle you, they somehow, I don't know how, they feel better about themselves. Okay, they're always taking on this superior complex that they are something, but in reality, you know what they are? They're dust in the wind. That's what God says. That we, we return to the earth one day. We're going to return to dust. Those who are in Christ, their soul, their spirit, they go on to heaven. They're given a glorified body. These people, these gossipers, these whispers, these people who are negative, they're going to be with their father, Satan. They're going to be with Lucifer. They're going, to, they're going to open their eyes in a place of torment. And here's the thing. Every day for eternity, that is every day. After a billion years, the first second of eternity hasn't even started. But it was by choice. It was by their decision. They wanted to belittle you. They wanted to make fun of you. They didn't see what God was doing in your life, okay? And here's the thing. They're proof positive, okay, that their father is Satan with the horns. Like, well, Matt, what do I do? Guys, you're moving forward. Just like the text says, you're pushing forward. And you're like, what about these? God says this. They're blown away. The wicked, one day they're here, one day they're gone. One day they're likened done the grass that's green. The next day it's mowed down and they're withered away. He says, don't even worry about the wicked. Don't worry about the naysayers. Don't worry about those people in your life. You ignore them. You don't judge them. I try to avoid these people. Well, look at this. Eventually what's going to happen to this, okay, is it's going to dry up. The wind's going to blow it. It's just going to be blown all over the desert in desolate places, just like the Word of God says. So are these other people. You don't have to worry about them. What you need to do is move forward. Keep your eyes on Christ. Do what He would have you to do. Ignore the naysayers okay? Because they can't accept what God's doing in your life. But Matt can. I know you're a champion. I know you're going somewhere. I know your best days lie ahead. I know you're a sinner because of what you've done in the past. And how do you know I'm a sinner? Because of human nature. Because we live in this flesh. But I know this. If you've asked Jesus in your heart, you've been cleansed of that and you're moving a new direction. You're moving forward with Christ. Am I holding that against you? No. Do I care about that? No. Do I even think about my past? No. Why? Because I'm not going backwards. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Can I go backwards? If I wanted to go back a year and, and handle some stuff, could I? I can't. Okay? And so I'm always moving forward with Christ. It, it, the past is the past. It's water under the bridge. And so are those people who are going to try to hold you to the millstone. No, you're going with Christ in a new direction. I promise. Look at, look at, look at. Matt promises promise you this. That. Your best days, they lie ahead. With who? With him, Jesus Christ. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.